0: Inspiration now in session. Inspire God's people, inspire God's people. My wife thinks I'm crazy. How did we get here? And I would like to welcome you to Inspire God's People, where we balance faith and business to guide you to your purpose. Opportunity doesn't knock. Listen up. We got to stop lying to ourselves and making ourselves think that opportunity just knocks. So like you just at the crib and it just knock at the door. Hey, I'm opportunity. Is uh, Mr. Jermaine home? Look, opportunity is not a door-to-door salesman. I I know you think that you just gonna be chilling on the couch doing nothing and all these great things gonna happen. Why? Because you talented? Like, oh my goodness. Let me tell you something. I honestly believe that the worst thing that happens to some people is that they're talented. Like, there's a lot of people who literally are walking around, and because they're so talented, they don't have to try that hard. So it's like, oh, I can give it 50% and do just as good as the people giving 100%. So therefore, look, I'm going to do the bare minimum. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm so talented, opportunity's just going to come my way. I think that is a horrible mindset. Let's look in scripture, though. Proverbs 10 and 5. Look, check this out. It says, he who gathers in summer is a prudent son, but he who sleeps in harvest is a son who brings shame. That's in the ESV. You know what? Some people like, man, I don't know what the ESV is. Let's, Let's go to another verse. Let's go to NIV. You know, is that cool? I don't know. You know, everybody got the versions they like. And don't like, I'm just trying to give you a little different perspective. You know what I'm saying? So let's check this out. We're going to read everything except the message Bible. I ain't reading the message. I'm sorry. Judge me if you want to. Proverbs 10 and 5 in the NIV. He who gathers crops in summer is a prudent son, but he who sleeps during harvest is a disgraceful son. Okay, that basically said the same thing the exact same way. It's because I was thinking NLT and I said NIV, but let's keep it moving. Now, let's put this in perspective. Let's just be real, real quick. It's a lot of us that think summertime is for fun. You know what I'm saying? Like we thinking this time, oh, it's summertime. I'm about to uh throw on this and I'm about to uh do this and go there. And people, summertime comes, people just be wilding out. And what I want to try to do is take just pause for a minute. You know what I'm saying, and, and think about this. While everyone else is wilding out, you could be getting ahead because we only have so much time on this earth, right? Like we don't have unlimited time, and I think that we should be motivated to work hard because we understand that God only gave us so much time. Here's something I understand about time. It don't matter if a person die. At 70 years old, it don't matter if their time is at 90 years old or 100 years old. I've been to funerals for all different ages, unfortunately. Unfortunately, unfortunately. And one thing I notice is like completely the same across the board is no matter if it's a baby or a great grandma, everybody it's going to be at least a couple family members there. And and I'm not let me let me say this. Right. Because I know I get silly. And I'm not going to get silly on this. You know what I'm saying? Because because that's serious, right? What I want you to understand is what I've heard at each one is there was somebody there that was like, why did they have to go now? You know what I'm saying? And I was like, look, one of the funerals I was at, I, I sat back and I was like, wow, this person is elderly and yet. And again, this isn't out of criticism. This is pure observation and making me think about my own life in this way. It doesn't matter if I live to be 90 years old, whether it be, you know, I wasn't ready to go or whether it be people in my family, there's always going to be somebody that felt like if I could just have one more moment with that person. My grandmother passed away, I believe she was in her she was in her 70s. I want to say she she was around 75, right? My grandmother was super dope. Like that was my girl. She was going to hook me up. Let me tell you something. <laughs> she might tell y'all she broke, okay? Uh Miss Anagail wasn't all the way broke and her grandson, you know what I'm saying? Like he knew. Like she you could be uh, trying to borrow money from her. You and a dog, right? I ain't going to put nobody on the spot. You like, hey, um, you know, can I borrow uh, $10? Grandma like, oh, I'm sorry. I ain't got, got it. Ain't got so it. Ain't got soon it. as y'all walk out the door, she turned over to me like, come on over here, baby, here, take these $2. And I'm like, you know what, Grandma, you all right with me. She going to take care of her boy. And you know what? When it was Grandma's time, God rest her soul, and And by all means, I'm not saying 75 is enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-uh, no, no, let, let's let's go longer, you know so, but but what I'm saying is when she went, it's still to this day when I think about her, it's like, "uh, if I just had one more moment, what is my point? That motivates me. Thinking about my grandmother motivates me because I love her and I miss her. And it makes me think, like, she never saw me become who I am today. Like, she never saw this version of me, bro. When she passed, I was a teenager. I was, I think I was 18. I wasn't even grown yet. And she loved me, and I know she saw potential in me. But I would, like, it's like, it's parts of me that's like, oh, man, if grandma could have just saw that, like, I actually got my act together. And I actually became something like I'm I'm actually successful grandma like you know like I wasn't ready for it to go and so what I do what the Lord allowed me to see is to work in my loved one's honor so I do things like this show and I'm trying so hard in my life to get the things to tie the loose ends get the things that I wasn't good at get better work hard like I don't care how talented I am. I need to work harder than my talent because my grandma believed in me. And, and look, taking it further because my mother, my father, my parents, like the people alive believe in me. What's the point that I'm making? This life is too precious to walk around thinking that opportunity knocks. Because there's a certain level of arrogance that comes with the fact that you think things are just going to happen to you. like. You don't have to work hard. You don't have to get up. A... Listen, the reason I can't walk around with that mentality is because, number one, like, why? So I can party this summer? Look, man, I, I'm just of the belief, like, at, at some point, right? Like, and, and I wish, look, you need, we got to stop telling people, oh, yeah, they young, so they going to do that. Man, Josiah was a king in the Bible at eight years old. Like, we have to stop telling people that they're young so they can waste time. Because guess what? Too many young people die. Time. We don't have all the time in the world. Every single day means something. I'm not saying don't rest. I believe in rest. I do. I believe in rest because I believe even in resting, we can honor God. Because you could be out here working and grinding and hustling and doing all that, and trying to get somewhere that God didn't even tell you to go and you might not even hear his voice until you rest but you know what i am saying i'm saying that i'm not you know going to be the disgraceful son that that sleeps during the harvest you know what i'm saying i'm gonna be that son that that put his hands to work like i'm gonna be that husband that work that father that works like that that brother that works and what i'm telling you is like this we got to shift our mind to understand that working is a gift. It's not a punishment. Working is a, in this world. Okay, I'm going to say this. It's something I have learned in all my readings about different business stories and things. I noticed that a lot of successful business owners, even if like, let's think of like a company like Forever 21. I'm going to talk about Forever 21 on the show. Maybe the next show I'll talk about that. But these business owners, a lot of times, are immigrants. And when I read their story, I'm like, what drove this person? And what I start seeing sometimes is that it's because in the country they came from, there was no opportunity. (laughs) Opportunity didn't even exist. And then we live in the land of opportunity, some of us. You know what I'm saying? And I know, again, we got listeners right now in 23 countries, praise God. That's a huge blessing to me. Like it's people in 23 countries listening to this show. And so I, I don't want to assume that everyone lives the same lifestyle. I don't want to disrespect whatever your situation is. OK, so I respect you. I understand that that you may be in a situation that I've never experienced. OK, but what I am saying is that I know a lot of people, um, even in the midst of all those countries that listen The U.S. is still, you know, the base of listeners. That's where most of my listeners are, at least today. And I know that the U.S. is the land of opportunity. It means that I can get up and I can start a business. I'm free to do that. And yet I realize so many times that in the land of opportunity, people lack motivation. Why? Because opportunity is around them so much. It's so common to them that they think it owes them something. Meanwhile, you get people that lived in a country where they never seen opportunity, never smell opportunity, and they get over here and they work like crazy because they like, look, over there I couldn't work. Over there it was illegal for me to have a vision. It was illegal for me to have a purpose. Like, you mean to tell me I, I live, I'm, live next door to opportunity? Look, I'm not going to wait on opportunity to knock. I'm getting up and I'm knocking on your door. What up, opportunity? What up, though? How you feeling today? <laughs> Excuse me, miss opportunity. Can little opportunity come outside and play gotta, today? today. We gotta get motivated. We gotta stop waiting for stuff to happen and learn how to make stuff happen. And stop thinking and lying to yourself and saying and calling your laziness faith. Oh, I'm just waiting on God. God gonna do it. Listen, bro, you on the couch on your phone talking about you waiting on God. You ain't waiting on God. You liking ungodly pictures. That's what you're doing. So, what's my point? You know, I'm talking about opportunity don't knock. You got time. You got your grandparents that I miss and all this stuff. What you mean, Jermaine? Listen, the moment you are born, Time is winding down. And at the end of the day, there are people who came before you who sacrificed so that you can have the opportunity just to try, and they didn't even have the opportunities that you have today. The fact of the matter is, my parents didn't even have the opportunities that I have. You know, we got social media and all this stuff. We could use this stuff in a positive light. In
1: a positive light. In a positive light. Thank in a positive positive you. Positive light. It's time to go. What are you doing here? To another I finally got a theme song, y'all! Woo-hoo. Yo, 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 what's up, God's people? Woo. I don't know about y'all, but I am inspired. What up, Jay? What up, Lavelle? What's up, man? Man, 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 this is awesome, man. I don't know if I've ever told you how proud I am of you for inspiring God's people. I'm reluctantly
0: receiving... <laughs> This compliment, because typically our compliments have something negative tied to them.
1: Man, that's just off the air. Okay, cool. All right, we good. <laughs> Long as we
0: rolling, we recording right. Okay, we good. You're
1: right. Uh, okay, so, uh, the other day, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna jump right on into a deep All conversation. Doc. Right. the right, other day, uh, my wife and I were trying to find something to eat, and uh, she's like, "Let's go to Shake Shack." So we went to Shake Shack. Uh, so the Shake Shack in Campus Martius is connected to this, this this building. This like a it's like a big lobby area, and we always sit on the side where you can First see this National Building, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I'm glad. I'm actually glad you're familiar with it because I wasn't. Because <laughs> from where I was sitting, all you could see is this lobby area. It's like a really nice sitting area, and you know people sit in there and they're on their computers and their yeah. phones. They have te- you know this this big TV in there with all this stuff, and it's like you know chairs and stuff. And I was like, okay, cool. That lo- looks really really nice. But while we were eating, I was looking over there like, who would just build this random lobby for people to sit in? I was like, okay, but we never went in there. So this particular day, I said, let's go in there. And it was partially because I, I'm going to be honest, man my wife was crying laughing. I ate so much that I could not walk to the car. I needed to go somewhere and sit down. And their seats were horrible, so I wanted to go over to this little lobby area. But but it was God. Okay. Because God knew that this deep conversation uh, was going to Because blame God for your <laughs> gluttony. Ah <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah. So so we went in, right? And when we went in, I realized that it wasn't just a sitting area, that it was like a real actual lobby to a whole nother building. Right. Like there were elevators in there. There's a fitness area in there. People working there. And I was sitting there like, what? Yeah. And it was amazing. But get this. From where I was sitting. huh? Speak to him. From where I was sitting, I literally thought it was just a seating area. Until I walked in. Mm. And I got a chance to see more. So what I was thinking about. Jay will preach is that sometimes from where we're sitting, we can only see part of what really is.
0: Listen, my brother, Huh? you're speaking right now. Mm -hmm. What ends up happening for us in this life. And I believe this with all my heart and soul. Mm. And I'll go back to something I've said on a couple episodes. Mm hmm. 1,000 little things. Yes. When you are doing just whatever you're supposed to be doing, whatever God called you to do, when you're where you're supposed to be, you can't see everything. Mm-hmm. And some of us want to see our whole life mm-hmm. today. hmm hmm We don't look. Mm, faith. Uh-huh. 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 Faith. Yeah. God showed you the lobby. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you see the lobby, you don't, look, you didn't see the other stuff until you changed your position.
1: Ah.
0: And so some of us Mm -hmm. need to change our position to see the rest of the situation, the rest of the story. So there are some places you ain't going to be able to go in your life until you move. You can send
1: your offerings to (laughs) Inspire God's People, PO Box. (laughs) No, that was good. And, and that is absolutely, I, I, I was trying to figure out how to word it, but that was it. The position I was in, I couldn't see until I stepped into it. And I thought that was really interesting that you said God, because I've, I've actually said this at church many times, that God never lays his entire plan out for you because you would mess it up. I know I would. Yeah. If God told me everything I was supposed to do somewhere along the way, Lavelle, Is going to try to get in there and do what Lavelle does and mess it up instead of letting God do what he does. So I always tell people God gives us the the plan for our life or the, the, you know, step by step. He'll give you one area. And when you're obedient to God in that area, then he'll show you the next step. When you're obedient to God in that area, then he'll show you the next step. Here's the thing
0: whenever I'm thinking about something like this, I try to think about where I'm at today. Mm-hmm. So it's like, whenever I want to know what I don't know, right? Or when I want to be convinced of something, right? Mm-hmm. So if there's anybody out there that's like, convince me <laughs> that you know what you're talking about. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All right. So let's think about what we do know, person out there who's second guessing what Lavelle, the mind of God <laughs> is talking about. Think about today, where you are today.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What is something that you've had faith for and God has allowed it to happen? Mm-hmm. just think of something i could think of something okay there was a situation <laughs> this is actually a uh i guess it could be embarrassing i'm gonna just say it um transparent duck. when i was in college it was i believe my junior year mm-hmm. and there was a bill i had of like Thirty-two eighty-four, something like that. I'm, I'm pretty close to the exact number with that. Okay, three thousand two hundred and eighty-four dollars, something in that area. Thought you was talking about thirty-two dollars and eighty-four cents. <laughs> I got you, Doc. Right. Like, hey, I got him, Lord. You <laughs> stand up too early. You out of three thousand dollars, brother. So there, there was a balance mm-hmm. that I had, um, you know, and the financial aid was used up for that semester. Okay. Um, parents didn't have it. Mm-hmm. I didn't have it. You, and, li- you literally naming most of our lives. Right. <laughs> exactly. I'm prophesying to people. they like, it's me. He's talking to me. It's me. And what ended up happening was I didn't see a way that I was about to get this money. Okay. Now, it might have been Thursday. I believe it was a Thursday that I found out that there I wasn't going to get it and, and I needed it. Okay. It was nothing, no way around it. And um, I think I needed to pay by Monday or Tuesday. Okay. So you can imagine, you got Thursday. You had a rough weekend. You got exactly. <laughs> well, Tiff was my girlfriend at the time. Okay. And of course, you want to go through these hard times. Go to your girlfriend's house. So I went over to her house, and her mom was there. Um, and we were like in the living room, and um, I don't know if I was crying like tears. <laughs> <laughs> Or if it was like I was just whining. Uh-huh. I want to say it might have been a tear in there, but I ain't 100% sure. Mm-hmm. But I was, you know, kind of talking to Tiff about this. And um, her mom heard me. Okay. <sighs> mm, mm. Hold on, Doc. You ain't ready. I'm giving you a deep conversation now. <laughs> Are you ready for this, brother? I'm ready, Doc. Her mom heard me. And she came in there and she was like, hey, well, I have a friend that works at a church mm. that gives scholarships for kids in need. Wow. She said, but here's the thing. It's like a six month. Now, six month may not be the time frame. So don't hold me to that. Mm-hmm. There was a time frame to it. I believe was around six months. It wasn't three days.
1: There was three days. Oh, whoo, go, go on ahead,
0: Doc. I'm ready for <laughs> this. Go ahead, Doc. <laughs> Resurrect father. Um, <laughs> There was a time frame mm-hmm. and you had to write an essay that needed to be read and all, like there was a process Woo! Oh, yeah, I'm a yeah, always yeah. sneaking in there there was a process that needed to happen
1: mm-hmm.
0: and so she's like you know well let's just let's just do it let's just figure it out so um she get in touch with her friend um the lady's name was sister Newbie, okay, and I wish I knew I had this lady's email at one point in time hmm. But long
1: story short, um, sister newbie. Ay ay. <laughs> hey, glory, glory! You are
0: crazy, dude. Sister newbie, <laughs> new beginnings. Take them to another level. <laughs> we should just exit right there. Right. Yeah. Just... <laughs> <God. laughs> oh my gosh! All right, so sister newbie mm-hmm. had. You know, talk to me over the weekend. Long story short, I wrote the essay. I believe I typed it up right at Tiff's house. I don't remember all the details from there. But what I do remember, mm, Mm. I remember being back at school that next week after the weekend. Okay. And I remember getting a call from Sister Newbie. Okay. And when she called, she was letting me know that they were cutting the check. Wow. So they had... Paid my bill in full. Her church paid my bill in full. Mm -hmm. And I never, now you go back to Thursday, I didn't know what God had planned Wow. over a three-day period. There was no way Mm. when I got the news that I was going to have to have this money. Mm -hmm. There was no way possible in my mind that I was going to pay for it. So I went to my girlfriend's house to cry.
1: Wow. And God had her mother eavesdropping. <laughs> God had her mother in your business. Love you, my Becca. <laughs> no, hey, man, that that is awesome. And I'm I'm, I'm trying to find. Okay, here it is, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Very famous portion of scripture says this: For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you. An expected end. God has a plan for our lives. And all the time we don't understand it because we're still in Shake Shack. Hmm. We didn't step over into the bank. Wow. Right. We we're, we're, we didn't change our position. We're trying to figure out God. We're And a lot of times, and I think we talked about this on a previous show, a lot of times you ever notice when we pray, we're telling God what to do. Like, we don't say, Lord, your will be done however you choose to do it, Lord. It's like, okay, God, I want you to do this, this, and this. And a lot of times God's like, if I do that, it's not going to work out for your favor. Right. But if you do it my way, if you just let me move in your situation, if you change your position, then you can step into what God is doing. And you, you said something. You said we're
0: trying to see the whole thing Mm -hmm. from a position where it's impossible to see it. Mm -hmm. And we're Mm -hmm. trying to make a decision based on what we see. Wow. And Mm -hmm. that, when you think about it, right, really think about faith. Faith is trusting God. Now, there's something in that scripture, Mm -hmm. the last two words. What's Mm -hmm. the last two words you read? Expected in. So just because you can't see it, don't believe, don't mean that God isn't expecting it because Mm. God knows. Mm -hmm. Right. So what's faith to us, Mm. what's unknown to us, Mm -hmm. what's hoped for for us. Yeah. God sees it. Wow. Because you trying to make a decision based on your position. Mm -hmm.
1: But God see the whole thing. Wow. Wow. See, most of us have what was what I would call an unexpected end. We, <laughs> right, we have no idea. You had no idea literally. how that situation was going to work out in the amount of time that it needed to be worked out. And then we, we joked about the resurrection. But look at the resurrection. Jesus told his disciples several times, I am going to die. Three days later, I am going to rise again. They literally brushed him off. And when he died, can you imagine how they felt Saturday? Man. See, we call it Good Friday and Resurrection Sunday. Right. But it was Solemn Saturday. Hey! (laughs) A new holiday
0: birthed right here on Inspire God's People. Join us on Solemn Saturday
1: Saturday. (laughs) for
0: a salad dinner. (laughs)
1: Eat something to make everybody mad. With no dressing. (laughs) Mmm. Oh, he let the grave clothes off. No dressing, huh? <laughs> oh my But can gosh. you imagine, like, like how can you imagine how the disciples felt on Saturday? Even though God, Jesus had already told them the expected end.
0: Because I think what it comes, and I'm gonna be honest, man, at this point, I forgot what the deep. Oh, it was the perspective. I'm We're like, I'm right. just talking. No, nah, I'm just preaching. No, nah, I'm just, I'm preaching like I'm getting paid. <laughs> I'm joking when I say it. There's somebody, let me say this. Uh, right. because, man, look, this is the hardest thing about growing. And I'm being real to people out there who are growing a business as an mm-hmm. entrepreneur or even progressing in your corporate p- career or something like that. Mm-hmm. In Any type of growth, you start experiencing new things. Like now I'm experiencing this thing where people that I don't know at all Mm -hmm. are reaching out to me Mm -hmm. and even criticizing certain things or debating. Mm -hmm. And you know, with social media through the years, even with thousands of followers, you kind of are used to the people who are following you. Mm -hmm. And then when new people come and they don't know you and it's like, you say something, it's like, Oh man, I got to like now. So now I got to be mindful. I keep joking about preaching and getting paid. Um, Please believe me. Like, I, that's not what I'm about. You know man, what I'm saying? So man. for anybody who out there, like, oh, he's talking about, it's truth to that joke. Like, no, oh. I'm just- I'm just joking. I, I don't approach preaching like that at Literally, all. Literally, you don't. Like, yeah. You so, don't. um, but if you No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Reach me at Jermaine Wilson Music at gmail.com. Email me ah because from my position uh-huh <laughs> so i don't know who's out there <laughs> oh man no but look for real that's hilarious this whole idea of like you know from the position you're in mm-hmm. trying to see your whole life the, the reality of it is if you knew everything you would ruin the experience anyway mm, that's right you know what i'm saying like there's Sometimes the anxiety and the anxiousness and stuff, that's what made it a good story. That story about me getting the money from school ain't that good if I don't cry and go to my girlfriend's house. You know what I'm saying? It's like that's what think about movies you like. You know what makes a good movie is
1: like these different points. Or let's talk about your plays. I was yeah, I was gonna when say when you're writing that. a play. How do you approach that? Okay, so what I what I normally do is I will come up with the end first. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Woo <laughs> Somebody just shook in their car, <laughs> just shift. <laughs> like they're driving a stick. Just They changed their position. Woo! <laughs> no, but seriously, like I, I'll come up with an ending first. Okay. Then I'll go back and lead up to that. But I remember, um, I don't want to give the plot away because I do plan on doing Issues of Blood again. But when I wrote the play, there is a tragedy that happens at the end. Right. Right. But it, it, the, and I, I thought it was so interesting that this is going to sound weird, but the characters, have no idea how it's going to turn out but hmm. as the writer i did got you so god is our writer author he's our author and finish. uh-huh of our faith okay he's the script writer or the scripture mm. Huh? Script- just follow the <laughs> script
0: sure <laughs> Read the script, y'all. Stop, the, look, stop ah. acting
1: on your own. Go ahead, man. I almost stop, preached. And stop acting a fool. Exactly. And just do what God said to do. Amen. But literally, as I was writing the plays, like the characters, and you know, of course, they're not real, but the characters have no idea how this situation is going to turn out. They're just going through what I wrote. God knows how he, and again, it goes back to the, those last two words of Jeremiah 29, 11, an expected end. Nothing catches God by surprise. There's nothing that can happen where God is like, "Whoa, wait, okay, hold on, we gotta, we gotta come up with with another plan here." I had no idea Adam was gonna bite that. That <laughs> whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa, wait, wait, she bit it. Oh my God, we gotta Jesus council
0: meeting. <laughs> you go, you might have to go down there, bruh. <laughs> she, she bit that. Look, I had no. Could you listen though? Could you imagine? Mm. How messed up we would be if God didn't know what was gonna happen. Oh my I literally got scared just now. If the end was un- if God is like, hey, I don't know if I can take on Satan or not. Wow. <laughs> like he wow. convinced one third of my angels. <laughs> I don't know, Doc. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't you strong. You seen him later? You've been wow. working out. An expected end. Mm. Like, but but okay, so we we gotta look, because I always try to. Take this show back like, you know, the point of this show is balancing faith and business Mm. to help people find their purpose. Mm. That's ultimately what I'm trying to do. It doesn't mean that you have to be in business. Right. Right. Um, But I know that's something that people struggle with. Like there are elements in business that can help us in other ways in our lives. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And one of the things I want to say is that. For people out there who are you know, going after something, Mm -hmm. you have a goal, you have a dream. There's a vision that you want, Mm -hmm. that you want to achieve. And we, and we try hard in that. But the difference between us and the world is they depend solely on themselves. Mm -hmm. What we do as believers is we say, Lord, thy will be done. Yes. Right? So it's like, look, God, I want to create a show, inspire Mm -hmm. God's people. And I want to inspire your people. And I want to reach as many as your people as it, as it is your will for me to reach. Mm-hmm. But what I don't want to do is go outside of your will mm-hmm. to reach more people. Wow. I want to stay in here. And it's not like people like, don't put me in a box. I always say God is the box. Mm-hmm. Like God is my mm-hmm. box. Mm-hmm. So put me in that box where God Lower. is the box. To God. Because what we're saying is like, Lord, I trust you because guess what? Regardless of what happens with Inspire God's people, Mm -hmm. if I lean on my own understanding, I don't know what's going to happen. But if I put it in God's hand, Mm -hmm. it reaches an expected end.
1: Yes. And you don't have to know what's going to (laughs) happen. You don't have to. I just got to trust him. Trust him because he knows. And we know that he has our best interest in mind. God God, God has our best interest in mind. He wants to bless you. He wants to move in your life. And it may be a little bit of a journey. It may be some rough things that that you have to go through to get to that expected end. But in the end, ultimately, God is doing it to bless you. And to your point, it may be a journey. It may be some nerves, mm-hmm. right? It
0: doesn't mean when I say that, like, I'm never going to have a nervous day exactly. in my life right. on this show. There's never going to be a deal or something that I'm working on and I get anxious about it or have to pray or whatever. Mm-hmm. Those things happen and those things are natural. But what we shouldn't be doing as believers is just staying there, positioning Mm -hmm. ourselves there. So, look, here's the thing. There's power in your position. Mm. We need to be conscious about where am I positioning myself. It reminds me of, like, school Okay, when you were growing up. Mm -hmm. We had assigned seating in my school. Mm. You had to be positioned where the teacher told you to be. Wow. And if you weren't in your assigned seat, then she might stop class and call you out. Like, hold on. Mm. Where are you supposed where? That ain't where where I told you to be. You're like, yeah, but I want. No, no, no. Wow. And so the thing is, God wants us to be where he called us to be. Amen. Wow.
1: Well, my brother, I'm ready to change my position because I have a lot of things that I want to do for God. Okay. I have a lot of things that I want to do for God. and. Um, thank God for you. Thank God for La Kenya, my wife, and um my you know, people people encourage me yeah. to press on and go ahead and do what God um has called me to do. And I, I have to change my position. This, this word was for me. Amen, for real. This word was for me. I have to change my position because a lot of and in I don't not to go into detail. I'll talk to you off the air about this, but <laughs> okay. um, uh I, it was something that the the lord is impressing on me to do and i'm i'm scared to death wow i, I you know i'm I know, i'm 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 frightened you know scared to life scared to life. right there you, you, know, go. you, you got to be it, right? conscious of all the people out there like <laughs> he spoke death <laughs> no i'm not not scared to death but i i'm afraid okay. you know and, and 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 i said this at church uh, a couple weeks ago it was funny because they laughed i said you know it's a good church. God has God not given us a spirit of fear, but that don't mean we don't have it. Mm. It just means God didn't give it to us, right? Exactly. So I'm not blaming it on God saying that, that, that God made me fearful. I'm scared. I'm not supposed to be. I know I'm not, but I am scared because what I'm supposed to be doing is something really, really big. Wow. But I solicit your prayers, the prayers of your listeners, and, but I do thank God for my wife always encouraging me always being there for me, always supporting me, you always standing behind me, supporting me, anything that I do, and I appreciate that. And I think that helps people. When you change your position, sometimes you have to step away from people who are not supporting you. Man. Step out of that position. Right. And step into a position where God has you because God is always going to have people there that are going to support you, that are going to back you up. And that is backing you up to your point
0: to the thing that God called you to do. Yes. Because so many times, we just looking for people to support us in our Mm. own ambition and what we want to do. Like, oh, you disagree with me? I'm out of here. It's like, no, people who will support and challenge you to be in the position that God called you to be in. And when they see you out of position, it's like, hey, Jay, like, look, bro, I love you, man, but Mm -hmm. you know good and well, right? you from the east side, (laughs) what are you doing? Over here, yes, on sir. On Beach Daily in Telegram.
1: <laughs> ah, man, good stuff, bro. Thank you, man. I appreciate it, man. This was this this blessed me, man. And um, well, ha- I, I know the thoughts that God has for me, man. Well, I'm happy that your
0: segment could bless you. <laughs> I, I
1: mean, I'm I'm honored
0: to be able to bless your segment. Th- thank God. Bless you for- with your segment. Thank God for me. Exactly. Like what? <laughs> I just want to honor God. <laughs> <laughs> For myself, the man
1: of God. <laughs> oh, man. All right, bro. But I do thank God. And I wanna, and I got to say it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. It's time yeah. to yeah. go. What are you doing here? To another level.
0: All right, guys, people. Let's keep it moving, man. I want to share a brief message with y'all real quick. You know, nothing long, but something that I spoke in church recently. And I figure, you know what? Let's bring that to the show. You know what I'm saying? So, hopefully this blesses someone out there. And uh, if not, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, just pray for me that maybe next time I'll bless you. So, here we go. Let's get into it. It's called Laugh Now, Cry Later. Matthew chapter 27, verse 29. Here's what it says. And twisting together a crown of thorns, they put it on his head and put a reed in his right hand. And kneeling before him, they mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews. The wound to the head, the crown of thorns, had no purpose but to mock Jesus. So all these other wounds we talk about, they had a purpose. They needed to be done. That's what what God brought him to this earth to do. But the crown of thorns, that was just a mock. All right, let me tell y'all something. In high school, y'all, I was a class clown. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to just keep it extra crispy with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had jokes for everybody. Teachers, I'm disrespecting whoever. I'm going to say whatever to make people laugh. God, forgive me. You know what I'm saying? I'm older now. I don't do that no more. One thing I never did, though, I never talked about people. Like, blazing people, that wasn't my thing. I only used that for defense. You feel what I'm saying? I had them in the back pocket for you, if you was going to say to me, But I only used that for defense. But, but when I was in high school, here's the crazy thing about high school. You got all your little different groups of kids. You know what I'm saying? You got the athletes. You know what I'm saying? You got the cheerleaders. You got, you got, you got all the people, the best dressed people. And then it was this group of kids when I was in high school. They was like they was like super lame. You, know like like you know what I'm saying? Like they just super lame. Like they ain't never going to the school dance. You know what I'm saying? They ain't never at the games. It's like they ain't never dressed sweet or nothing. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I watch people mock these individuals. It's like, why you gotta talk about my shoes? Like, why you gotta mock me, you know what I'm saying? Why my shoes gotta be trash and I'm just doing my homework. And I used to tell myself, it must suck to be one of the land kids, till graduation day. I found myself, I found myself on graduation day, sitting in the audience, right? And, and I didn't know this was coming. They had a part of the graduation where they announced all your scholarships and how much the amount for the scholarship was. So I'm sitting here looking at the kids who are locked, right? And they say, such and such, $109,000 full ride to Syracuse University. And I'm like, oh my God. They're like, such and such, $95,000. Harvard, and they went on and on and each time that somebody stood up I realized those were the kids that we mocked. And with, 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 if I can use a quick subject for y'all real quick. The subject is you can laugh now but you're gonna cry later. So, so when I
1: realized
0: what I realized about the kids who was getting talked about it, for no reason for no reason, right? Who I thought I was feeling sorry for when it got to my name y'all yeah. I had $2,500 <laughs> That's about enough to pay for the sheets <laughs> And the tissue in the door. <laughs> and, I, and I found myself like wait a minute I thought I was feeling sorry For yeah.
1: Tim
0: yeah. 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 <laughs> like, What I want to tell y'all is that sometimes In this world, in this life As believers oh, yeah. You walk through this life And they laughing at you they laughing at you because you're walking around believing in so-called the God that ain't coming back, right? Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you something dope about Jesus. Mm-hmm. So Jesus was mocked when they put the crown of thorns on his head. Okay. And then, here's the crazy thing though, when he went to the cross and he was crucified, mm-hmm. three days later was his graduation day. Uh-huh. Oh! So, so Jesus, Jesus went to the cross, he was
1: married,
0: and then when he graduated, when he
1: resurrected
0: That was the moment When everybody connected to Jesus Got a full ride scholarship to And so when Jesus went On the cross What he was telling us What he was telling us Is that I went up there and I got father So that you a full ride I went up there And I let them talk about me For no reason I need you I didn't deserve what you talked about, but I did what I was called to do. Because I knew you couldn't afford it. Yeah. Let me tell you something. For the kids like me, uh-huh. who wasn't doing what they needed to be doing in school, even though they knew good and well that their parents couldn't afford to get through school, when you graduate, you get left with a bill from Saturday. Night. Uh-huh. It's a student loan payment. Mine was over $50,000. If I can leave you with anything today, then I would say that Jesus paid it off. Yes, a fool. Really. look, if Jesus already did everything he did so that I could get my full scholarship, wouldn't I be a fool not to take advantage of it? Wouldn't we, wouldn't we be fools not to give our lives to Christ to make it into the kingdom of heaven? So I want to say something to y'all before I go. Hallelujah. I want to say something. Hallelujah. In the world we live in today, y'all. Hallelujah.
1: Um, there's a lot of
0: people. There's a lot of people mocking Christ right now. I've seen people saying that other people must be Jesus. That was Jesus because they were 33 years old. And then they take somebody, they're mocking Christ. They take somebody and they draw a picture. You ever seen a picture of Kanye West went on the cover of Rolling Stone with a picture of a, thorn of, thorn of crown, a crown of thorns on his head? But here's what hit me about that. Jesus had to wear his crown while he was alive. Kanye had an artist going to bring him a picture of him with the crown. And then for anybody else that they would say, you know what, this person was 33 years old and they did good work, so they must be Jesus. I'll end with this: Jesus wasn't 33 years old when he died. Come on. His body was. Right?
1: Wow. Wow.
0: Jesus wasn't born 33 years before he went to the cross. Yeah. That was just his human body. Yeah. Wow. All right. John 1 and 1 says it this way In the beginning was the Word And the Word was with God Wait a minute So wait a minute The Word was with God
1: But then the next line
0: throws me off Because it says the Word was God Alright, okay Verse 2 says He was in the beginning with God Alright Verse 3 All things were made through him and without him was nothing made that was made so if the word was in the beginning how could the word be 33 years old there's no age limit on Christ don't get it mixed up between his body and his spirit because Jesus Christ was 100% man and 100% God for anybody who's asking themselves right now who is the word (laughs)
1: Let's
0: go down to verse 14 yeah. And the word became flesh And dwelt among us And we have seen his glory Glory as the only son from the father Full of grace and truth Here's what I say to anybody who will mock My Lord and Savior Jesus Christ You can laugh now But you're going cry later Lord God I come before you today Lord on behalf of your people asking you father to touch our hearts Lord God to motivate and inspire us Lord God give us energy when we're tired Lord God Lord God give us a fire Lord God that will burn on the inside of us and not allow us to stop and be lazy Lord God Lord let us not be lazy in our freedom father We know that opportunity doesn't knock and that we must get up and change our position so that we can see what you have for us, Lord. I pray for those out there, Lord God, who are doubting, Lord God, who are doubting the gift that you put inside of them, doubting the purpose, Father. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you will open up their eyes, Lord, and change their perspective. In Jesus' name, we honor you. Amen. Amen. Today's J-Will Music song of the day is called Kingdom Come. It's featuring my brother Darius James. God Knows My Art. That's the name of the album. J-Will Music. dude on your block will cry, cry could die. tears. The most you do is pray that they joyful. I ain't telling them not to cry, not surprised by fear. The moment they regret, they ignored you. Now it's clear they should have never underestimated the royal priest of the most High god the remnant is replenished we've been in this for a minute we ain't stop until we finish till he says well done the day will come with a good and faithful arise from the shadows lifting blood stained banners from the battles sun rays beaming feeling like a sunday the day has finally come they see it's only one way it was a daddy in every other route i tried them all saw the war trouble came and i fought it off Barely made it out alive I'm surprised I survived I ain't do it on my own It was God Me with these man-made laws and traditions Superstitious, super vicious, new religions Trading in the word of God for a few opinions I'd rather stay true and make fewer pennies Instead of gain a world, lose my soul just to make a milli Hit the stage with the guns ablazing, blazing Giving everything I got to make it But when I go home, I don't know who I am when I am away from my fans don't know who I am Do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? So many artists lose themselves on the way to fame Life seems so perfect when you play the game Paparazzi stop me when I'm shopping Just to catch a glimpse of what I got Cause if I bought it then they gotta cop it Meanwhile I'm they fave cause they think I'm real And they have no idea that I got a profit It was all a stunt for the lights and the cam When the kingdom comes back you'll understand end is now the beginning, the last becomes first, the least become many It's reminiscent of Noah building the ark in the midst of the drought While keeping his faith in the midst of the doubt The rain came, it was a game changer Fourth quarter, five seconds left Jesus has the ball in his hands, top of the key Crossover, step back, moments later it was raining threes The champ is here, the champ is here All the fans started chanting, we champions He's going down in the hall of faith with Moses and Abraham, all the greats. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive our debts, we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from all evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, the glory, forever. Kingdom! Name of Jesus, the mighty name of Jesus, we have the victory. Oh in the name of Jesus, the mighty name of Jesus, we have the victory. You just heard Kingdom Come by yours truly, J. Will Music, featuring the vocals of Darius James. That's my little brother. Y'all know that. And it's produced by my producer, Darrell Red Campbell Jr. You can pick that up on my album entitled God Knows My Art. I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. I love love y'all. God's people, thank you for listening to today's show. Look, do you have feedback, you want to let me know what's on your mind? you got a topic you want to hear, or you just want to let me know what you thought about today's show. It's easy. Shoot me an email. You can catch me at JermaineWilsonMusic at gmail.com. Again, Jermaine Wilson Music. It's all one word. Let me know what you think. And you like this show, don't you? So you know what you wanna do? You wanna listen to it at work, you wanna listen to it in the gym, do me a favor, just search Inspire God's People. You can Google it, you can find it on Spotify, iTunes, and anywhere else you listen to music or podcasts. You know what else? You should share this show with someone. Why? Because it's a good show. And if you don't like this show, just act like you like it. Act like you like, act like you like, act like you like act like you like. Act like you like, act like you like.